Hello, my lovelies. It's me, CB, and uh, welcome back to the podcast. Um, this one kind of gets a little crazy, mostly because I forgot my outline. <laughs> like we never do anything off-scripted here. Ah, uh, oh, well, cute, cringy music. It's fashion. It's gossip. It's another talk show. It's just another opinionated biatch saying what's on her mind with her guest host. It's another drag queen show. Testing, testing. Is this bitch recording? I think so. Yes, okay. I was just double checking to make sure we didn't have audio <laughs> issues. Welcome back to the podcast. What's you know. up, people? <laughs> All eight of you. Yes, and we can now say that number is be- has risen to nine. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the facts forever, forever done. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I I find myself referencing even at work and everything. Okay, okay. You know how much I love those Sean Spicer skits from Saturday Night Live, right? Oh, dear God, yes. Mostly. And, like, some of my friends are, like, some of my other friends, like, my work buddies were just, like, they're thinking, like, it's because of the political things. I'm like, no, no. This is a, it's like Jinx Monsoon doing Judy Garland on Drag Race for Snatch Game. It's a master fucking class in acting. I'm laughing at Melissa McCarthy because she's literally the only one not breaking character and she's like going full throttle just like Melissa McCarthy can and then plus she actually has some funny moments in there. Like remember like the first prop bit and everything? Like, you know, the Constitution gives the President power (laughs) and he will not be Deterred. <laughs> it like holds up the turd. <laughs> oh my god! And this is fight. how it begins today. <laughs> well, why not? You had like why not? You had a Mrs. Raffrey knocker moment earlier today with your car. Like I kind of had a good day. You're like this. You're like this. I you're like I picked a picture of a lit cigarette in your hand, sitting on the chair, sitting in your comfy chair. A little different for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then like how you were telling it, I was expecting you to like you know get up, get up and start doing movements and gestures and shit, and like you know some random guy being in here. My first question would have been, wait, who the fuck is you? <laughs> and then like you're grabbing on his butt. So these guys, they don't have butts. <laughs> and like you're like, and you're doing like you're putting your faces and cracking. They're like going like this. Eah, eah. <laughs> they started to jiggle it, and one guy's trying to punch it. <laughs> so the the world that is your mind is just like an infinite, like it's a cacophony of demonic voices, and occasionally they black hole of just I don't I don't know. Stuff. It's like the interior of the Hellraiser puzzle box. Yes. 
And there's like in every so often you wander into a room that's filled with like a cacophony of demonic voices all doing like, you know, uh, Thunderdome style cage matches, you know, see who gets contemporary control. And but I'm over there. When you, you know, say Thunderdome cage matches, I see the cast of SNL just like beating the snot out of each other trying to come out of your mouth. With the cast of Mad TV, the cast of Mad TV, Family Guy, uh, yeah. what else? Uh, Golden Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Golden Girls. <laughs> it's just like one big. And the nanny. <laughs> Oh, God, yes, we can't forget the nanny. <laughs> and they're just all in there, just fighting to get out. And I'm dressed, and I'm up there dressed like Auntie Entity, you know. <laughs> Auntie Entity on like, a, on like a makeshift throne of like, you know, swords no, and No, I just see you dressed in drag. Just yeah, like Auntie Entity. Posed in like, one of your best get-ups, hey, and it's just... Hey, it's Thunderdome. It's Thunderdome, Mad Max style Thunderdome. I will be dressed in drag like Auntie Entity from the movie. And everything going like this. Welcome to Thunderdome. It's <laughs> just <laughs> with the gestures and the uh, 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 like uh, Gloria Swanson and everything going like this. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeVille. And then shit just start pouring out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to tell you a funny moment that happened to me at work and I, 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 I dated myself so bad. Okay, so obviously you know the movie Spaceballs, right? Hell fucking yeah, it's one of Mel Brooks's best movies ever. Okay, okay, so I'm going to try not I to... I love that movie, I quote so, that movie all the fucking time. So there's a... So, yeah, of course, of course, you will get the scene that I actually just quoted verbatim and everything. Somebody asked me, like, reach for something underneath, like, a desk. Anyways, and, like, the only way to get to see what they apparently supposedly dropped is if moving the desk and everything. And this thing weighs, like, 500-something pounds. And then they're just like, well, yeah, just go ahead and move it. And then, look, I'm just like, move it with what? The power of the Schwartz? And I'm like, so here I am. And so I'm like, so here we go. Let's give it a try. So I'm holding up my hand, you know, like with the ring on, like, whoopsie da, whoopsie da, zee, whoopsie ma, whoopsie da, And I'm like, nothing happened. And there's like, oh, never mind. I found what I was looking for. And then, like, as I'm walking out of the room, I'm telling someone else and everything. Someone else, else I was in there, I was just like, oh, and to you, make a Schwartz be witches. And I walk You have finally found, like, the perfect moment to quote Spaceballs, and that is hard to do. It is, it is, it is hard to do. There, there are some times when you can just quote Mel Brooks movies. You can quote The Princess Bride. You can quote, you know, there's, you can quote History of the World. You can quote, you know, Robin Hood Men and Tights. There's just those zingers that are in there. That you can just throw them out there Ooh. and it just works. But to quote Spaceballs, it's hard. <laughs> because it's just such a satire. Or such a... Not a satire, that's not the wrong word. But it's such a... Um, what's the word? Um, I don't know where we're going with this. But it's, it's such a parody <laughs> of... Star Wars and Star Trek and like all these Every movies. sci-fi film in that era. Yeah. So like the way he wrote it, it's hard to throw those quotes in there. So you found the perfect <laughs> moment to quote Spaceballs and that is that's awesome. Because there are times when I'm like you caught 
the, oh shit, what is it? You caught the, um, what are the people that, um, stand in for the actors when they're doing the, the stunt, stunt, double, the, stunt the double. double. You caught, you caught the, the, the double, double. The stunt doubles. <laughs> or, he shot my hair. <laughs> it's like shit you want to throw out there, but it just doesn't work. I know, and it's just but like, it's always I love that movie. That uh, is one of my all-time favorite movies. Is yeah, Fox. and like yeah, and of course the president, President Scrooge, get it because he screws you over, <laughs> and he's also you know Scrooge. So. But I love doing the baseball salute. <laughs> I quoted yogurt from Spaceballs. I think it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I think that's like the greatest thing I've heard all day. I knew that would that would just that is that is awesome. <laughs> you're gonna be sharing this moment with all your other friends. Yeah, and everything, and you're gonna be like that lucky son of a bastard. <laughs> that is like that's the greatest thing ever. Oh God, I've been sitting on that for a while, for a while, and I just really needed. Because like so many people quote <laughs> sour like Luke, I am your father, and they they quote. You know, may the force be with you. <laughs> Luke, I am your father's brother's cousin's second roommate, twice removed. What does that make us? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> or the fact that he literally looks like a chode dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did not hide the fact that that was a very phallic costume. It's transforming into a maid. And they're going like, suck, suck, suck. suck. They're telling the maid to suck. <laughs> and then they land on the planet of the apes and they're like, it's baseballs. There goes the neighborhood. There goes the planet. No, there goes the solar system. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I say, Nigel, are those space balls? Well, there goes the solar system. Uh, there goes the planet. <laughs> no, there goes the planet. <laughs> we need to watch space balls. Okay. Well, how about we? How about we break the monotony up and do Young Frankenstein? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll do or that. Robin Hood Men in Tights, or we watched them. The history of America, or the history of the world, the other Part day. Part one, yeah. Or you know, or how about we go all the way back and everything? Feel incredibly guilty at the politically incorrectness of Blazing Saddles, but also live for the fact that my spirit animal is Madeline Kahn's character in that movie, where she played, where she did like this bit of like a Marlena Dietrich sort of thing. And she's like, "Oh, how long has it been since seeing Blazing Saddles?" Oh God, years. You know, and she's like, "Just well, I don't know that one." And like she does this whole number where she's called I'm tired. I'm uninspired. Let's face it, folks, I'm pooped. <laughs> I think that's like the story of our lives, like every yeah. day. Yeah, and someone's like, hey, big boy, are you in show business? Then no, they get off my stage and kicks them off. <laughs> and, then, and then she just spends the whole number just lounging. <laughs> so let's see, for Mel Brooks, there's Blazing Saddles. High anxiety. High anxiety. Young Frankenstein. History of the world. Yeah, part Space one. Spaceballs. Robin Hood and Men in Tights. Princess Bride. Right. 
we're just gonna just look up his works and just work them from like you know early yeah. years on him. But anyways, um, uh, by the way, I wanted to tell you this. Um, they leaked out some snippets of Melissa McCarthy's role as Ursula in the new Little Mermaid. Yeah, oh, it's so awesome. I can imagine her not doing awesome. I mean, she. I mean, literally, she goes full I mean, throttle it, in everything she yeah. does. And you know, and some people like made a comment because they showed like the process of her, like you know, like a time lapse of her just getting into makeup real quick and everything. Okay, so because she was going to be basically, they're doing a layer like CGI because I mean tentacles for fuck's sakes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so they're doing like a layer of CGI and everything, layer of CGI, and she and she's actually singing it herself. The whole poor unfortunate soul song. Wow. They unfortunately had to cut a couple lines out of it, out a couple lines out of it. I know, and they were the best ones. Uh, they were the best ones, and like they haven't given an exact reason why. And the rest of the cast is just like, literally, that's everyone's favorite moment from the entire fucking movie. But well, anyways, um, but no, they did the process, and then like some people were actually kind of hating on it, but they were silenced very quickly. You know why? Because um, the makeup artist. Uh, intentionally did her makeup a little grungier than what they would than normally what they would normally do for like yeah. neatly and everything like they did Ariel like they did Ariel's and everyone else's makeup like really neat and tight and everything but for Melissa McCarthy they wanted to stick with the inspiration because you know the character of Ursula was inspired by the legendary drag superstar first drag superstar divine and everything yeah um divine's makeup wasn't clean it wasn't impeccable it was crunchy on the edges and that's what people loved about it and then yet again of course there's gonna be a cgi you know filter yeah. thrown on there too so that would have fixed up some little things but um they wanted it to look they wanted they wanted her to look like of course ursula downtrodden older lady who's trying to be as glamorous as possible and over exaggerated, and that's like, and that's like the makeup artist actually explained his whole reason as to why he specifically did Melissa McCarthy's not as neat and clean because he wanted like that essence of the inspiration of the character's yeah. design. <laughs> I don't know if, and I'll probably watch it just because I like Melissa McCarthy. I think people are reaching right now because everybody likes to stir the pot. Yeah, I just think, look, and they're gonna look. At everything that's coming out right now and be like, what can we do with this to make a controversy? Yeah. And then like, you know, and like, here, and like, here's my thing about this whole, here's my thing about this whole, about this whole, like, you know, about every little thing about the Disney. Here's something that we can all agree on. King Triton was the actual villain. Yeah. He was the actual villain, okay? It doesn't, it was the actual villain. Doesn't matter what, doesn't matter, you know, there, doesn't matter anyone's race or, you know, skin color or whatever. King Triton was the actual villain and the, was the actual villain. And then, like, you know, poor, and then, like, you know, poor Ariel, Urs, Ariel, Ursula, and Eric were the victims. Well, you know, kind of Eric. I mean, he, he meets a girl just out of the blue. You know, just meets a girl out of the blue, wants to immediately marry her. That's a little sus. I'm just <laughs> Well, that's every freaking Disney prince and every freaking Disney movie. Yeah, I know. Is that kiss of true love? We just met, like, when I opened my eyes, sir. <laughs> just, I'm just like, 
Is I mean, I think that... Is it true love or is it your raging hormones? What's going on here? I mean, I think that's, you know, the probably the worst thing to come out of Disney in our generation was... I mean, fuck, I'm still waiting for me to whistle and all the cute little animals come and clean my fucking apartment. I mean... Come on now, like, where's that happening? <laughs> Make that happen in my life, Disney. Like, come on now. I don't know why Snow White wasn't just happy with her life with the dwarves, okay? I mean, like, quite, they own... I mean, you the, have Brad Williams come in here, and I'm going to be a happy little clam for the rest of my life. Come I on mean, now. They, they own and ran a diamond mine. Right? <laughs> she... She had all this, and then, like, Sleeping Beauty, too, and, like, I'm just like, but anyways, but, you know, actually, that's the one Well, thing Sleeping that, Beauty did get the raw deal. Yeah, she did. She I really mean, did. Her, her dad, the king, kind of fucked over this beautiful woman, this beautiful mm, yeah, yeah, woman, yeah, and Melissa, pissed Mel- Maleficent, yeah, and... Yeah, well, the like, did what she the only thing she could. She got even. Yeah, you know, actually, this is a, this is what I like about this is actually kind of what I, this is actually what I like about these new about these new live action remakes and everything they're doing is like they're doing like little twists or whatever yeah. and everything, so that way you kind of know like okay, right, quite literally, like the, maybe the villain's not necessarily like when they do like the like the live action villain movies and everything like yeah, like, you know, with Cruella. And then Maleficent. I mean, who else? I did like Cruella. I did like Maleficent. Um, it'll be interesting. I didn't. I don't think I've ever actually sat down and watched the live action Lion King just because I don't think you can get. I don't know. Maybe I need to watch it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, it just never <clears throat> sparked my interest to watch the live action Lion King. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did I not watch the live action Aladdin because. You can, while I understand that, I mean, Will Smith nah. is a decent actor. Don't get me wrong. He is, he is a... Robin uh, Williams ruined it for you. Yeah, <laughs> he really did. He the was pe- the ultimate genie, and you cannot replace Robin Williams. There's no one on this earth that can replace Robin Williams as the genie. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say, and I'm just gonna say this and everything. You know, I didn't see it either, but like, I just saw snapshots of Jafar, and I was like so disappointed. I'm like, where's the drama? Yeah, <laughs> it's just some surly guy. It's just some surly old cruddy guy. What the hell's going on? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, where's his eyeliner for fuck's sake? Now, <laughs> now, I do have to say, uh-huh. the live action Mulan uh-huh. kicked butt. It was phenomenal. And when it was coming out, and I was reading the, the reviews and stuff, and reviewing, like, the plot twists and stuff that they were coming out with, I was like, how can you have Milan and her not fall in love with her captain and mm. blah, blah, blah. But then I watched it, and I'm like, heck yeah, woman power, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was wicked. It was, it was really it was awesome. Yeah, you know, actually, you know what I did here that they are kind of thinking that they are planning on doing because it keeps getting requested so much. Oh, uh, hang on. Can we like pause it? Okay, my mom. hold on one second. It's Keep my going. mom. I'm sorry. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that. I had a phone call. Anyway, <clears throat> okay, what was that? Oh yeah, something that if that if the okay that if the live action, of course, Little Mermaid goes well, that they're considering. Doing an Ursula origin story. Really? Yes. I heard there's a live action Snow White in the works, too. 
hopefully better than what was... Hopefully, don't get me wrong, Kristen Stewart. I mean, it was a good movie, but at the same time and everything, you know. Kind the of, Huntsman? Yeah, Snow White and the Huntsman. Kind of want a Disney approach to it. Yeah. I and mean, I thought, I thought it was, I thought The Huntsman was a really good idea, or it was mm. a really good movie. Um, I'm not a huge Kristen Stewart fan. <laughs> um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I watched Twilight. I mean, Charlie's there, which is excellent, her role. Yeah. As the evil but, queen, Ravana. Um, yeah, she was amazing. Um, I liked how they went from the very dark and, Twisty, especially when she was running through, um, oh, I forget what it was called now, but when she was running through the forest of the nightmares or whatever, mm. and then she met up with, um, she, uh, and then they met up with the, I guess the dwarves, or if mm-hmm. that's what you want to call them, and they crossed the, into the, I guess they crossed under the veil. Mm-hmm. And then they had all the color and everything. Mm-hmm. I thought that was done really well. Yeah. And I thought the, that was really pretty. Yeah. And like I said, I just loved, I'm sorry, I just love Charlize Theron's role. And I love Liam Hemsworth. So, you know, that worked too. But, um. And I just loved her. Because, like, she was, like, beautiful, terrifying, creepy, and eerie yeah. all at the same time. It was like, every, it was like if Morticia actually was a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Right? laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I just figured it out. What? The brother... Uh-huh. The brother from The Huntsman, was that... Was that, um, what's-her-name's brother in Game of Thrones? I believe so. Holy shit, I just figured that out. <laughs> Oh. Okay. Okay, mind blown. Sorry. Okay, so I'm going to take a quick pivot and everything to the political waters. Good news, though. Good news. Good news. Real good news. Real good news. Okay. Biden died. Oh, damn. Sorry. No, but you know what he did do? Apparently, these last few months... I said really good good news, so don't let the scalp thing. Anyways, anyways. Okay. Last few months and everything, the Department of Justice, you know how these states have been putting, like, you know, anti-trans, you know, bans mm-hmm. and all that crap, and anti-LGBT, and also the book bans and stuff like that? Well, apparently the Department of Justice, uh, Department of Justice, under the guidance of the Biden administration, these last few months have been building a case, been building a case, and they have now issued a lawsuit against the state of Tennessee. Good. Seeing as how this is where, that's the state where it's all started, other states are following, are coming in soon, too. As they're like, you know, boom, as they're like going through and announcing them and everything. And, um, also, um, there are some other, there are some minor, there are some like, you know, smaller court cases and everything where, um, where like, you know, with some states and everything that they're, that they're, um, that they're anti, that some of their anti LGBT and anti trans like rulings that they, that those states made are being turned over by the Supreme Court. Good. Like, I think this last ruling and everything was a set, was a seven and two ruling of turning over the rule saying that no that is unconstitutional ha so here's here's the thing that's getting to me mm-hmm. because you and I have discussed mm-hmm. what I do and who I work for yes yes the rumors that are abounding are killing me right now 
What rumors? Which ones? Um, that they and they keep bringing it up, and I just I'm holding my tongue because they're like, these six and seven year olds can can go to the doctor and tell them that they have body dysmorphia and that they want to be a girl if they were born a boy, and if they were born a boy, they can be a girl, and they can make their own medical decisions, and they can they can sign their own paperwork. I'm like, no. Did you actually go to a fucking doctor and ask them, is this true? I'm like, this is not how the world works. Are th-? I'm like, no child. Mm-hmm. Under the, there is called an age of majority in every state. Mm-hmm. In Texas, the age of majority, I want to say is 16. Mm-hmm. It's not 18 like everybody thinks. 18 you have to be 18 to be in the military. You have to be 21 to buy cigarettes, go to yeah, the yeah, yeah. whatever. But there's actually what's called an age of majority. Yeah, at 16, you can... At, at 16, 16 you, can, yeah. you can start signing for your medical records. You can start mm-hmm. making your medical decisions. That's just in the state of Texas. Every state has its own uh-huh. age of majority. That's when you can start making your own medical decisions. Anything... Below the age of majority, you have to have parental consent. And I just, it blows my mind that there are people out there that are listening to Fox News. (laughs) And are listening to all of this bullshit Mm -hmm. that is coming out. And they're listening to just... Other people just blah, 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 blah. No. These children under the age of majority cannot just go in and tell a doctor, oh, I want to change my gender. This is my decision. Don't tell my parents. Let's just do it. That's not how the world works. That's not how the medical field works. That's not how... This is not how it works. Yeah, keep in mind. You have to have parental consent until the age of majority. Yeah, keep in mind, keep in mind, these are the same people and everything that are re-adding lead to their paint and then painting their houses to protect themselves from radiation. Yeah. I think they're eating that paint, too. (laughs) To protect themselves from radiation. Yeah. And these are the same people who took, these are the same people who took horse anti-parasite medication. (laughs) Yeah. To keep from getting COVID. And these are people who also kill themselves with pool cleaner to get. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm just saying, these are like the people and everything that they These are the anti-vaxxers. These are the people that, like, you know, I I feel sorry for people like that. Because these are the people who who think the world is supposed to be black and white. Yeah. And it's not. It's not. And and I used to, and I'll be the first to admit, I was a black and white person. I mean, like I was a black and white person until medical, or until t- medical school. Yeah, well, until yeah. I mean, it's a rainbow of everything, and yeah. then like here, it's a rainbow. There's grays, there's blues, there's reds, there's pinks, there's greens, there's yellows. I mean, it's a range of things, and then like it's a range of things, and then like you know, and it's people who are like are so aff- who's people like they want it so simplified and everything, who are so afraid to believe that okay, maybe the world is a little more complex than what I was told. Yeah, and like you know, and they're afraid of that and everything, and that's their general. That's what's driving them mostly is their fear, is their fear, is their fear that this is going that this is going to be up against you know, the grain and all that crap. I feel sorry for people like that. I honestly do, and then like you know, because like. 
you know, it's just because that kind of fear and everything that has that's like embedded in you. That's like embedded in you either through indoctrination or trauma. <laughs> yeah, that's like it's embedded in you, and you know, it's just oh God, it's so stupid. And you know, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like the uh, father or the founder of Scientology and everything. Oh, um, he was like a big supporter of his son and all that crap and everything. And then like a, he had like a um, he had like a he had like a Kindle. What was it? It was a Kindle Paperwhite. And then one day and everything, he figured out he found he figured out he figured out for himself how to turn on the Wi-Fi setting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like that's literally all it took and everything. And then he just searched the news head. He just searched. He just searched for news headlines or anything yeah. about Scientology. And that's literally all it took and everything. Was yeah, like, was like you know it's just. A, and see, just... people, what's weird, and because you know I am a huge fan of Leah Remini. Mm-hmm. I think she's an amazing woman, and I read her book, and I've watched the show, and I've I've mm-hmm. done my you know I've I've read every well not yeah. everything, but Scientology is based on books that were written by L. Ron Hubbard. Mm-hmm. The original books written by L. Ron Hubbard were works of fiction. Mm-hmm. He wrote those as works of fiction, mm-hmm. and that's how they were originally marketed. Mm-hmm. And he didn't make any money off of them as works of fiction. Mm-hmm. They it just didn't work. He was not they. I mean, they never took off his works of fiction, and then somehow it got twisted mm-hmm. in the nineteen seventies. Into this weird morphology of a so-called religion mm-hmm. based on works of fiction. Mm-hmm. And that's what needs to be highlighted there. Mm-hmm. They were works of fiction that he wrote to try to make money. Mm-hmm. And... Then it got twisted. And, you know, and this kind of makes me think, and I'm sorry to say this and everything. I'm not, you know, I'm not bashing anybody's beliefs or whatever, but I'm just trying to say, I'm just like trying to think, would it be, would it be so hard to believe that other, like, you know, scriptures or tomes that are like, you know, keystones for other, like, religions and stuff like that, would it be that hard to believe? That they started out as cautionary stories or tales for like children and then just slowly evolved into what they were today. I mean, is that really like a stretch? I mean, like, really, yeah. I mean, think about it. Is that like really like a stretch? I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, like, there's, I mean, of course, there's like some religions and everything that still exist that are thousands of years old. Nobody, then there's like a, there's like a story of their founding. But the problem is nobody was actually there that's alive today from their conception. And so, and it's been, and these were written down from oral stories that were told. And of course, you know what happens with oral stories? They get little twists, either intentionally or unintentionally. Little twists start getting added and then da 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 And finally someone decided to write them down after it's been told from person to person, you know, like a giant game of telephone over generations or anything told yeah. from person to person to person to person. And then someone finally decides to write it down. 
I'm just saying, I mean, is it really that hard of a stretch to believe? I mean, like, especially, like, how Scientology evolved into this. And, like, I mean, just, I mean, like, that's a very fast example, but, you yeah. Know, I mean, it's just, like, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, like, I'm just, I'm just saying everything. Just as someone who's, like, non, this is someone who's, like, non-religious and really not that spiritual and everything. I mean, just from, like, you know, that, is that really, like, a hard stretch? I mean, it's not. I mean. When you put it that way. I mean, like, believe, I mean, like, anyone, y'all believe what y'all want to believe. I'm just saying, is it really, like, in a world where anything, where, like, in a world, supposedly, where anything is possible and everything, could this, everything's possible and anything's probable, could this be possible? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't have a time machine. We can't go back. Yeah. You know, we don't have a time machine. We can't go back, and you know, Ouija boards aren't exactly accurate. I mean, especially if you're going back that far and everything, it'd be like, and no, nobody really speaks ancient Sumerian orally anymore. So. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, if if you yeah. if you want to go that route and say that, you know, I mean, that's basically the foundation of Christianity. Mm -hmm. Then you also have to look at it as. Foundation of Judaism, which is far older. Islam, which is also around the same yeah. as Judaism, um, Hinduism, Buddhism, Buddhism, all this stuff. And then, like, I'm just saying everything. Like, I mean, seriously, is it like? I mean, is I, I mean, mean like, that's the basis of every religion is how it is its inception. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, and I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, like, seriously, I mean, this is just literally me just like spitballing and everything. But that's kind of like you know, it's just. That's kind of like one of the big reasons why I'm not religious and really not, you know, that spiritual to begin with and everything. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, oh, <laughs> you know, but that's just me. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, uh, quite recently, I don't know, someone tore down a flat earther about Big Bang Theory. <laughs> See, but, okay. So if you want to talk about the Big Bang Theory, like, okay. Do I believe in flat earth? N n no. Um... I, we're, we're not even going to start destroying mm. flat earthers, but, because <laughs> I will, but I'm not. Um, but you can, I believe in science. Mm -hmm. I, my mom was a teacher for, an, a teacher and educator um, for 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, or more. I don't know how. Yeah, well, I'll move on. Um, <laughs> but. If if you want to believe in the Big Bang Theory, you can tie the Big Bang Theory into the first chapter of Genesis, honestly. Mm. And then because in the very first part of Genesis, mm. it says that and I am not quoting yeah, it word no, for I word. Just, yeah. But it says that God basically God spoke into the word or God spoke into the darkness, let there be light. Mm -hmm. And basically, bang, there was light. And that is where, you know, and that's basically what the Big Bang Theory is, is that mm -hmm. there was, you know, bang, there was light. And there was, you know, the formation of our being. Yeah. And then, like, you know, and then, like, and, yeah. And then, like, to tell you the truth and everything, like, you know, like, the concept of, like, the Big Bang Theory and everything, like, you know, it was just, like, boom, it just happened and everything. Like, every scientist, astrophysicist will tell you, no, that's just literally a gross, summer, a very gross 
dumbed down summarization of what happened and everything. Basically, the Big Bang Theory is just Big Bang Theory is just to suggest and everything. The fact is, is that we really can't know what happened in an era before the concept of time was yeah. developed and everything. We know something happened that catalyzed the formation of the universe because they have proof that there is actually the universe that there's actually a phenomenon known as universal expansion i.e you know galaxies and stuff are actually moving away from yeah. something and then like moving away from something as new stuff as new things form and like it's just it's like we have like like that and everything but it's just like um but i mean it's just but like and i mean like and again i've just said it so many times and everything the fucking universe is so big does it Really, an omnipotent being really paying that special close attention if little Becky's saying her prayers at night. Huh? <laughs> really? I mean, I'm just just throwing it out there. <laughs> I mean, just it's like the great all star Raja Gemini once said, You must grab on and embrace the ebb and flow of life because we're all going to die. Jesus. <laughs> but and, but somebody said and 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 sometimes this is this is what I have to hang on to is and and there have been times in my life when yeah. I did not when I did not believe in God and, yeah. and I and I pulled myself away from it and there are times when I clung to it because it's the only thing I had mm-hmm. that I would rather believe in God uh-huh. and die and be wrong mm-hmm. than not believe in God mm-hmm. and die and be wrong. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and you know. So yeah. I mean, it's it. And you know what's funny and everything? Some scholars actually revealed and everything like Christianity was actually founded on was isn't actually a monotheistic, like its origins really aren't monotheistic. Weird, huh? No, <laughs> yeah, I mean because like, if you if you break down the holidays, yeah, and then like well, the I'm, holidays that, are based on they're based on pagan hol they're based yeah. on pagan holidays. They were claimed during the no no, but like Christianity, the foundation itself and everything, because apparently there are they you know like they you know like they'll dig up like tombs and they'll find like they like they recently found like you know a letter from one of the apostles, like one of the original apostles, like you know at the Last Supper apostles. Yeah, they recently found a letter and everything. And then, like, and they also found some other texts and everything that looked like they were actually, that shared a lot of characteristics about, you know, the teaching, the basic teachings of what foundational Christianity <laughs> is and everything. And then, like, they apparently, they mention God and they mention his wife, the mother. Yeah. They mention, um, they mention this and that, this, they mention multiple deities as if multiple deities and everything, not specifically by name, but multiple deities. Like multiple deities is like a foundational thing for the foundational of Christian foundation of Christianity. And it somehow just got, you know, narrowed down. Like I said, yeah. like I said, possibly through oral traditions, you know, da da da. And so someone decided to write it down and they're just like, hmm, we could possibly tweak this a little bit and then tweak that and tweak this and tweak that and tweak this and tweak that and tweak this. Oh, do this, do this, do this. Maybe add on to this, maybe add on to that, maybe add on to this. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, there's like how many different versions of the Bible out there? Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, most of the problematic people keep quoting the King James version. <laughs> Enough of that shit. If this was all good news and everything. Legislation's finally fighting back. Uh, so far, it's turning good. <laughs> yeah. Let's just keep going towards the good because I am so tired of hearing about people banning books. I know. Drives me bananas. I know. And then, if you don't want to read a book, don't read a book. You don't want You don't want your child to read a book? Guess what? You're the parent. Tell them not to read the goddamn book. You don't want to transition to you don't want to transition to another gender? Don't. You don't want to be you don't want to change your pronouns or go by pronouns? Don't. You don't want to do this or that? Don't. It's just like it's if just If you a, don't want your child or you don't think your child should, sit down and have a conversation with them and tell them that they shouldn't do it until they're a certain age. Or definitely go ahead and talk to a professional and not your youth pastor, but someone oh, with a fucking yes. medical degree. Yes. Yes, you know, something with a fucking medical degree. I mean, I'm just like I was like, shit, but anyways, and I'm just like, and this, see, and this whole thing is like, you know, and it's like, this is like, the same people are like, love your neighbor, love your neighbor, but at the same time, I'm going to proselytize my beliefs on you and tell you you're a sinner and you should go to fucking hell because you don't believe in exactly what I do and you don't look at it. Okay, like don't I do. use that voice. That's creepy. <laughs> okay, dude is like seriously becoming like the devil in my big new comfy chair. Please don't, you know spew blood out of your ears. You act like I literally am. You kind of sounded like it there for a second. No, 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 no. Either that or you're going to turn into what's-his-face on Gremlins. Oh, please. The worst you have to worry about is me farting up this thing. I've held please it. Don't in, do that. And the chair you're sitting in, you've done a lot worse. Than, yeah, I have. And it's my chair. Which is why I don't sit in that chair because I know <laughs> what you did. No matter how many times you tell me, you still cleaned it. I know you didn't. <laughs> so I'm going to enjoy this comfy sub bitch for as long as I can until, until disturbing images come in my head of the horrible things you do in here. But anyway, so. <laughs> But, anyway, so don't be, you know, getting on me about, you know, messing up your chair. Because we both know the condition this bad boy's going to be in in three months. So, I don't know about it's that. It's probably going to be like this. It's probably going to be like this. Like, help me. She's done things on me. I don't know. I'm going to keep that one clean for a while. <laughs> oh, anyways. Uh, but no, no, it's just, but like I said, it's like these same people, you know, the, you know what, actually, you know what the key to happiness is? Mind your own fucking business and keep your fucking mouth shut. And tequila. And chocolate. Uh, I mean, like, seriously, it's just like, mind yeah. your own fucking business and keep your fucking mouth shut and everything. Yep. And like, unfortunately, I hate to tell you this, but not everybody needs, not everybody needs, uh, not everybody needs a weaponized book or a weaponized belief to know what, the, to know how to be a good person. Exactly. And I'm, and like, you know, so. Anyways, kindness. I'm, the key, the key, the key. What's the, the key? To You the, have the key. I have the key. It, there's a no, key. there's a key. Is there a door? <laughs> Is there a door? <laughs> I'm going to pee. Oh, my God. Hang on. See, you do horrible things on your furniture. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> 
I believe she was about to say the key is kindness, empathy, and also find your own fucking business. <laughs> See, I went Scottish there for a second. Mind your own fucking business. <laughs> okay, look at <laughs> she's starting. <laughs> but there's a key. But there's a key to it. Okay, we're gonna take a short break and we'll be back, people. As soon as therapies. So you you literally just googled the bottle of vodka you received as a gift just to see how much it was. Kinda. <laughs> We're back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so she found the key, <laughs> and she had to pee, and uh, she found the key, and the key is to a swollen vagina. <laughs> Courage. No. It's courage is the yeah. key. <laughs> that was not what I was going to say, Pat. <laughs> okay, wait. Let's put it. It's the key is kindness. There we go, right? That is what <laughs> I was going to say. The key is kindness. And courage. <laughs> I hate you so much. I really, really do. Hey, hey. You set me up, I knock him down. <laughs> One day, it's going to get to the point where you're going to be like this. My mental health is just some sick game to you, isn't it? And I'll be like this. You already think it's a sick game And I'll be like this, rack and mouth, let's play again. (laughs) You say that, and I have a cue stick in there, and I'll put it together and just hit you over the head with it. But it's expensive, and I don't want to break it, because you got a hard fucking head. (laughs) She's not joking. I literally have a hard head. She's seen me get hit with a two-by-four before. Because <laughs> I was the one that hit it with a two-by-four. And all I did was like, what was that? <laughs> but then again, little does she know, I was actually set on fire once, and here I am. <laughs> that was not me that time. I fell off of, I fell two stories, nothing broken. <laughs> that was me. I got hit by a car three times. That was me. And look, I'm still kicking to ruin your life. Does my is my spine out of alignment? Are my joints out of alignment? Do I wake up every morning think wanting to die because I felt like I was rolled in a cement mixer? But you know, just a quick snap, crackle pop that she heard and she regrets now. <laughs> and I'm back to normal, baby. Well, Depends on the definition of normal. Uh, normal is so overrated. That's for damn sure. The, in a world of normal Karens, I choose to be Morticia. You know, I want what every woman wants. A husband, children, a beautiful house. To be able to, to, be able to seek out Lurch. the dark forces. To be able to seek out the dark forces and join them on their hellish crusade. I <laughs> lurch. Quit looking at me when you say that. <laughs> you have a brother who's taller than me. This is a good point. You have a nephew who's willing to be paid 20 bucks an hour. <laughs> who's like way uh, taller than me. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't answer text messages. And he's got a voice that he's got a voice that does that's kind of eerily set that kind of eerily gives me you rang. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and he doesn't have to try. <laughs> 
Oh, God, he would have hit that kid like a rock. <laughs> right? Well, he hit that kid like a ton of bricks. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Okay, so, um, let's see, what was I going to say? Oh, okay, okay, so... We were talking on break. We were talking a little bit about Drag Race, and I told As you about always. that. I told you about this. Okay, okay. So I finally sat down, and you know, I didn't, I didn't like catch up with like season fifteen or whatever. So I finally sat down and binge watched it. First of all, it was a good season. I really did like it. Um, another plus size queen who chooses to wear little tiny heels, like tiny heels. And everything, um, who was getting shit on for the tiny heels, <laughs> and then she's just like this. Well, I actually did break my ankle like five years ago. I can't walk in anything higher than these. <laughs> and they're just, like, and everyone was just like this. Oh, and they actually felt bad. Like oh, and I'm like, that's right, y'all keep. That's right, biscuit heels. I love biscuit heel. I love biscuit heels. I love them. Um, so. It was actually a really good season. I liked who I liked who was on there, and oh my god, they finally, finally had a drag legend on there. Been in the business over twenty years. Um, literally every pageant title you can think of has won. This drag queen is everyone is every drag queen's favorite drag queen. When she walked in the room, everybody knew who she was. She was sweet. She was humble. She's a mother of a legendary drag house. And she actually, I'm just going to spoil it for you. She did win the season. Sasha Colby. Oh my God. <laughs> was actually on there. Legendary, former Miss Continental. Literally every bitch knows who she is. Finally won. Got her due. She officially won every drag title out there when she won the season. That's cool. I know, and trans icon, all this, oodles of drag babies everywhere, um, daughter of another legendary drag queen, and who was also another legendary trans woman too. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I loved her, I was rooting for her, she was never in the bottom, she showed what she could do, she showed what she could do. Um, she was a, she was basically everyone's drag mom on that episode, on that show. And she apparently, kind of jokingly, adopted one of the crew people into the house of Colby. <laughs> yeah, there was like one guy in there who kept running in there and everything. And the queens kept getting disappointed because he was the one that was always calling like the celebrities who go visit them and untucked and everything. Calling them back to the stage and stuff like that. Anyways, he apparently just mentioned that he really wished he was a Colby. And then Sasha was just like, my new baby. <laughs> just like, and, you know, and I mean, like, this bitch, like, like, seriously, like, everyone's favorite, like, every drag queen's favorite drag queen. And she got her, she paid her dues and she got her reward. That's awesome. I know. And she came in. She showed up. Um, the finale, she showed why she was the mother of the drag house of Colby. She was a mother, well, she was the mother of the house of Colby. She showed it all up. Oh, my God. And then, like, um, and then like on the runway and everything, she was wearing stuff that she had in her closet for years, like, on the runway. And it's just, like, drag excellence. A history lesson. Just watching her from beginning to end. That's great. <laughs> I know, and she's just like, sometimes, in like, you know, 
And like, you know, and then like she showed that she actually can evolve with the times and everything where she comes from like an old school drag background. But she showed that she can evolve with the times and still like, you know, say mother. You know? That's cool. <laughs> I know. And like they in like they brought back to where like they um did the music video. They did a music video this time for like a RuPaul's uh, song blaming on the edit and everything. And to tell you the truth, she was my favorite there mostly because um she did like mostly because she kind of did like um she did kind of like a retro iconic reference of like Pamela Anderson as like um when she did like that barber wire uh she did like a barber wire like you know super sexy superhero phase and everything she like did that look for like one part of it and then like for the next part um she did she was the only one who did like a slow rap like, everyone was, like, you know, all up, 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 up. And she did it low and slow. And then, like, her look and everything just on there was just, like, mesmerizing and iconic for her lyrics. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, so, congratulations, Mother Colby! <laughs> and now I'm actively watching uh, Drag Race, the new season of All-Stars, All-Stars 8, which uh, they brought back Alexis Michelle. For, they brought back Alexis Michelle from season 9. Uh, she was a Broadway diva, <laughs> uh, who did the um, who did the uh, Liza Minnelli uh, for Snatch Game. Oh yeah, and yeah. she also got she also played Chris Jenner in like the mom as the momager, you know, the rusical thing that they did. Yeah. Um, they brought her back, and they brought back James Mansfield, the first queen eliminated from that season, who who's made it, who's worked her ass off. Her padded ass off doing um, on YouTube and social media and running a wig company and stuff like that and also working on the Vegas Strip. Uh, let's see who else did they bring back? Um, Nisha, they brought back Nisha Lopez. Oh, they brought back uh, Monica Beverly Hills from season five, who came out as trans on the show, um, and then we came and then worked as and then worked like you know as a then worked as a trans rights advocate. Uh, let's see. Mrs. Kasha Davis from season seven. <laughs> Darian Lake from season four. Oh, I liked him. Yeah, yeah. Who lost 200 pounds, by the way. <laughs> Came back. Uh, let's see. Who else? Oh, God. Who, else, who, else, who am I? For? I'm, I'm forgetting a lot of people. I know I'm forgetting a lot of people. But um, Lala Ree. From season 13. Oh, Candy Muse came back. And surprisingly, Candy came back humble this time. <laughs> I love this version of Candy. <laughs> it's like she went through something. And then I love this version of Candy. I love her now. And then it's just like, oh my God. And you know what the best part of the season is and everything? Even though they're still doing eliminations and we're supposedly for all stars. Like, they were kind of running out of people to call for All-Stars. Um, oh, Jimbo from um, Drag Race Canada, who became, like, an international global phenomenon. And everything's on there, too. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, that drag queen that I showed you that was on the cruise ship and everything, that, like, silicone latex bodysuit with, like, the huge double f size cup jugs. <laughs> that one. Jimbo! <laughs> Anyways, um, but anyways, they, uh, they went ahead and, um, but anyways, they, um, they, blah, blah, blah. but anyways, so they're still going to be eliminated this season, but here's a twist. The eliminated queens still can participate in the runways 
not like on the show, but kind of off the show, what they would have worn that week will still be featured on like the untucked on the episodes of Untucked for the season, and the fan, and then whatever what they want to contribute to their social media platforms and everything is all eligible to be included to where they can compete to for the for the winner the winner of the first fame game and a cash prize of fifty thousand dollars. Wow. So they're still kind of being featured on the show and hopefully this will and hopefully this will get fans to like flock to these people and everything more. Especially Mrs. Kasha Davis and everything because she's a big advocate for drag story time. Yeah. I love her so much. I love Mrs. Kasha Davis. And she also talks about her sobriety now, you know, cuz she's, you know, cuz she was an alcoholic and you know. Now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, still married to Mr. Kasha Davis. <laughs> and they still parade everywhere together. <laughs> oh, but anyways, I would walk in a parade for you. Oh, but anyways, uh, so you know, so that's the thing. And the rumor is, and like the because the biggest reason is because like how the voting for elimination because they're still doing like the vote thing. Yeah, that how that could be so scandalous, and like a lot of queens are afraid to like you know look terrible for trying to play the game because they're afraid of how they'd be edited and everything. Yeah, supposedly the rumor is this is going to be the last All Stars. Where anyone gets eliminated, and they'd be able to participate through the entire season as a contestant, huh. like they did with the winter season. Huh. So that'd be cool. I mean, that's interesting. I think that would be cool. I really do think that would be cool. But anyways, enough about Drag Race. Um, I just had to ask you this question. It's a very serious question now. Okay. Okay. We're being serious. <laughs> Quit looking at me. Is your nipple on? I mean, your microphone on? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, all right. I'm sorry I called it your nipple. Your nipple is much more beautiful than that. <laughs> Anyways. Did you ever... <laughs> Don't you start! <laughs> Did you ever see the new Dungeons & Dragons movie? Okay, <laughs> technically, technically, I took my nephew to the theater <laughs> while he was on spring break. You fell asleep, didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> you were tired. Yes, I was. You worked. You worked a bunch of shifts, and <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> so the few bits you saw, what did you think? I thought it was really cool. Okay, I'm going to tell I saw, like, the first 15 minutes in the last half hour. Okay, okay. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Well, it's available. I know it's a long movie. It's a, it's a long movie. It's still, <laughs> I slept great, though. Yeah, it's streaming now. It's streaming now. I think, it's on, I think you can watch it on Paramount+. Plus. I know you can rent it from Amazon Prime, but if you want to sit down and watch it, oh, my God, I love that movie so much. It, it, I honestly did not intend... To fall asleep. asleep. I know you did, because you were as excited when they announced it as I, I know. was. I was like, this is a good cast. I love Chris Pine. I will, you know, have Chris Pine's illegitimate love baby, you know, <laughs> if I could have babies, but, you know, whatever. But I was like, this looks like it could be really cool. And the ending was really cool. Uh -huh. And like the first, you know, 20 minutes was <laughs> really cool. It was and, you know, and it's just so the middle part that I kind of got lost <laughs> in. And it was like so funny because it was like, it was, I loved it because. 
And I like Michelle Rodriguez. I think yes. she's great. I loved it mostly because it they knew they didn't make it serious. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they they were aware of the humor in everything that they were doing. That's what I loved about it. And I like Hugh Grant. I like him too. Yeah. But that's what... I just it's one of those things. We went to a. And you were, you're already tired. And, and we went to a Cinemark where the, the chairs are, are recliners. Like this and, comfy recliner I'm sitting in. Yeah. And I was drinking my ginger. I love Cinemark because they have ginger ale. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I like ginger ale so much, but I do. And you were in a dark theater with just a soft glowing cool. light. And, and with a soft glowing light. And you were just like. I filled up on popcorn, and then I just, like, leaned back, and I was like, I was gone. <laughs> I, was, I was gone. Most expensive nap you've ever taken. Yes, it was. <laughs> Unless you count, you know, our vacations to the beach. <laughs> I'm so surprised we weren't robbed. Right? <laughs> but then again, I mean, we did hide our shit pretty well. I mean, it took yeah. us a while to find it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because once we bury it in the bag, and then we bury that, and then we, you know. Yeah, then I, then we are kicking ourselves because because we do that every time when we remember. Oh wait, the car's over there. Yeah. And then we're just like, I don't want to walk back there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the hot sand. This is the nice sand. Because <laughs> we've had it covered up in a tin. Oh, I sent you a. Uh... Yeah, you sent me a thing, a video about like fines and stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna look into some of those instead of bringing a canopy this year. I'm gonna get. I'm going to probably just get a couple of, like, you know, stupid umbrellas you can attach to your seat and everything. Because I'll just be honest. I get so tired of setting that thing up. Yeah, but that thing on Amazon looked, yeah, um, I know. Yeah, looked I know. a lot easier than the shit that we've bought. Yeah, I know. I know. But at the same time, I don't want to really buy, like, a full thing again. And I'm just, like, thinking, like, what did, I, I take, get, what did you and Libby take last year? We took the canopy and everything. But oh, at the same did? time, she got tired of setting it up just as quickly as I did. But and then like at the same time and everything, I was just like maybe just like a little umbrella, like those umbrellas you can clip onto your chairs and so, like something like that and everything. Because I mean, I get covered up. I cover myself like literally from head to toe, so I don't have to worry about getting sunburned. And you know, and Liz, she's but yet we still get sunburned. Hey, I haven't since I started investing in my total body swimwear, huh. fishing suits with hoods. Longer, longer, like longer, almost to my ankles. Shorts, they're not shorts by then. I'm wearing my water shoes the entire time. My big, huge fucking sunglasses, like literally covering my face. So I'm like a spaceman. I'm like, I'm comfy. <laughs> hey, and I'll be like, hey, girl, can you help me? Can you help me? Like, can you help me just make sure this part of my neck's covered up? <laughs> It's the only thing showing, girl. <laughs> I should have been born a vampire. Well, my mom is a bat. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, so, okay, so let's see what else. Okay, I'm gonna start watching a new series, okay? Um, it's, the, it's called From. It's a horror series. I mean, catch up on my horror shit. Cocaine Bears next. <laughs> it's for me to watch. But, well, but anyways, uh, it's called From. There's like already a season out. There's going to be another one coming out. Uh, basically, uh, people trapped in like a dimensional bubble. They all have the same story where they came across, where they had to stop because a, because a tree fell over on the road. They tried turning back and they realized, oh shit, I'm in a bubble. I keep looping around. And then they realize everybody that lives in the town that they keep passing through, same exact story. <clears throat> the catch is, is that 
strange vampiric-like creatures come out at nighttime. They have to lock themselves up in the houses, and they have to have like these special little totems by the doors to keep these creatures from coming in. And I'll play the tra- with it. And I'll play the trailer for you later. I'm good. No, no, I'll play the trailer for you later because it's actually it seems really it seems yeah you're really good. But I'll, but I'll play. I'm still gonna play the trailer for you anyways. Of course you are. <laughs> but you'll watch that, but you won't. Watch the one show. I was like, hey, this is a good show. And then you have to watch the entire season synopsis. And you're like, no, I don't want to watch this. Yes. And it's one of the best shows of the season. And everybody's got all these conspiracy theories about it. And what's going to happen in season two? Yes. You're such a dick. I did the same thing with Game of Thrones. And I was right about that. No, you were right about the last season. I was still right. Yeah, that's just because the last and then season I got, sucked, and then but all like, the other and seasons then, were and then, good. And then you were talking about, like, and then I was just like, and then I even predicted how the other seasons were going to go. I was like, okay, so George R. R. Martin, he's no longer on the team. He's officially quit so he can finish the actual fucking books. Meaning okay, gonna, I, didn't, I, I, I actively predicted how that show was going on based on watching the first season. Okay. First of all, I didn't even start watching Game of Thrones until like season six. Mm-hmm. And so you watch it from I didn't the know any of it. And you watched it from the beginning. I did because then, I was told by a certain person that we were talking to at that time uh-huh. who was a friend. Uh huh. He was like, "Hey, you should watch this. It's really good." So I was like, "Okay." And he got obsessed with it. And I got obsessed with it. Uh-huh, so like I binge watched did. it because I was working at night and I was like, I needed something to watch. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> the last two seasons came out and I was like, this is bullshit. Yes. And then like, but I accurately predicted how it was going to go yeah, from watching one up, season. They fucked up the whole thing. But yet again, but from watching again, you, I, I hadn't seen any uh, any of it until like season six. Yeah, like yet again. So from, you could have predicted all of it. I, I, I don't know. No, no, yet again, yet again, yet again. When you start getting into it, from the I only watched the first season, and I accurately predicted the trajectory it was going to go. At the end of the day, I predicted how it was going to go. I still like the show, though. I'll still watch it. Okay, all right, all right. Except for that last episode, yeah, where everybody last... rage almost rage quit and destroyed the entire franchise. Yeah, the last two episodes were complete, or the last two or three episodes were completely stupid. Mm-hmm. Like it ruined the whole. Like it made absolutely no sense. Now, I do want to sit down and watch House of Dragon. Okay. Meanwhile, and then here's, and, you know, and like, I'm just going to finish this whole argument with the Game of Thrones. Here's how I knew it wasn't going to end well. One, it was supposed to be, one, if it was based off of the books, one of the books was already out. One of the books was already out. I went through, I went through, I didn't really want to sit down and read the whole fam- read the whole fucking book, because I mean, it's a big fucking book. <laughs> but also, I just went ahead, I went through the synopsis, and plus my mom already read it, so she also told me about it a little bit, and she was really excited about the show. And I'm like, okay, okay, this is good. It's not, this is good. Not my favorite kind of genre, but this would be good as kind of a, like, you know, as kind of like a, his, like a historical drama-ish. Like, kind of like a yeah. This would be good as a historical drama. And then my mom was like, well, it's not, da, da, da. I was like, but mom, literally an entire season, entire season, let's see, how many episodes were in there? Like 12? I, I have not 10, 12. Okay, basically a day's worth of television, but in a fantasy world, and... 
we don't see any evidence of even dragons until near the end. That's the only fantasy thing we see. Literally, the only fantasy thing we see. In the book, a lot more shit happened. Oh, well, that's every fucking book. No, 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 no. But see, that's... No, 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 no,
I mean, like, people on the, um, people, like, on the Evil Dead franchise, um, like... Reunion between two estranged sisters gets cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, thrusting the... Thrusting... Thrusting. Thrusting. Thrust. Thrusting them into a... <laughs> Primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of a family imaginable. Kind of want to watch the trailer. Okay, well, watch it. Well, watch it after I show you the from trailer. Okay. Okay, that's funny. That's funny. You want to watch that one, but how I describe? No, I just want to watch the trailer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm gonna play. Okay. Let's. But anyways, let me. I'm just gonna just spill. I'm just it. trying to see if I know. I know anybody that's in the cast, and I don't think I do. I really don't think you do, dear. I think one of them was on the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, but that's about it. Anyways, um, okay, really good movie. Are you familiar with the Evil Dead franchise? Um, Evil Dead, Evil Dead, Evil Dead. Have you uh, seen like Army of Darkness? No. Uh, okay. All right. Well, the Evil Dead franchise itself and everything is kind of known for like outlandish, like gore. Like this was like one of those movies that the original literally made people throw up in the theaters. Oh yeah. Then no, I've never seen. Yeah. It. Okay. Um, I liked the fact they turned down the gore. The little bit of comedy that they put in there was organic. Like it was literally like you were watching. Like it was literally like you were watching a family interact with each other, sort of thing. I liked how it was, like, organic. Um, and I liked, basically, the fact, like like I said, they actually, apparently, the original cut was supposed to be a lot gorier than what they got, apparently. Yeah. But they decided to cre they decided to turn away some of the gore a little bit and everything to create, like, kind of a more of a mystery. Because, I mean, like, I mean, like, if this was basically, if you were happening, like, if you, if you wanted to watch this, like, in 3D... And everything like 3D and everything like you were like you were actually in the scene where it's actually happening and everything. You're not going to be watching everything a full fucking bloody detail. <laughs> a little bit of mystery, but let, but there was like obvious score. But anyways, it was like more. It was like because um, like the Evil Dead franchise kind of went along and everything. It kind of got leaning more into like the comedy side of it, like a very dark sense of humor yeah. and everything. They kind of they leaned away from that. They kind of leaned away from that and everything. And they, it was just pure horror majesty and i loved it so much so beautiful don't worry but this is definitely one of those movies that teaches you that if you find a very old book that looks like it's made out of human flesh um, especially when the lock is basically made of interlocking teeth <laughs> um and it's in a box that was in a safe that was in a safe that was filled with a bunch of hanging crosses, crucifixes, and saint pendants and everything. I think the catch is, I think someone did not want you to find and open the fucking book. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking not. And if you know what? It's probably one of my my favorite goriest mm -hmm. like slasher films. It could, I guess, it could be considered horror. They're all horror, honey. Slasher films are horror movies. Mm -hmm. They're horror movies, honey. Sweetie, they're, I, disagree. I think slasher and horror. They are a subgenre of horror. They came from horror. The point is, is to either scare or thrill you. They're horror movies. I don't care how you try and idiosyncrasize it up. I think you slasher. like slasher movies. They're horror. Okay, I just think they're hilarious. But House of Wax. Mm -hmm. That's a good movie. Yeah. Meanwhile, and just to point something out, sweetie, you're you're a person who. You love slasher movies and everything, but you were so scared of horror movies. But then you finally sat down and watched the original Shining. Oh, 
That movie scared the shit out of me, but it was good. Now you know why I love horror. But I love good horror. I love excellent horror. I like good... It's just good storytelling. Yeah, that was, that was a good horror... And there's going to be some horror movies I, I want to... I do need to, to sit down and watch that again. Yeah, there's going to be some horror movies I want to show you that are just good storytelling. I want to sit down mm-hmm. and and pick... I will not watch Friday the 13th. Or not... No, no, no. That's not right. I will not watch Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Like, I will never watch those. <laughs> I have too many issues sleeping and too many issues with bad dreams. <laughs> I I will never, ever sit down and ever watch those again. And yeah, you can watch someone's head literally being carved like a pumpkin over and over again. Yeah. You see the problem here that I keep pointing out? <laughs> but that shit's funny. Yet again. Yet and again. Freddy Krueger is not funny. Oh, he, I think he's hilarious. Mm, I can't. Yeah, I think I watched hilarious. him as a, when I was a kid, and he scared the shit out of me. I can't do it again. Yet again, someone's head being carved like an actual pumpkin meticulously in front of you. You piss your pants laughing. Freddy Krueger telling a knock-knock joke. You're like, oh, my God! Oh, my God! Yeah. Yeah, do you see the insanity I keep pointing out here? You call insanity, I call... The creepiness that it But then again, you also say slasher movies. They're not horror movies. They are thrilling adventure dramas involving blood, gore, guts, and mayhem no, and I murder. No, I call them comedies. <laughs> Final Destination, fucking funny as hell. I'm going to find you a therapist to sit down <laughs> with. And we're, they're going to, they're, we're going to talk about this. <laughs> this is me telling you, sweetie. This, this would scare a lot of people, you saying all this. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> um, but I do, I do want to sit down and either do the Friday the Thirteenth or the Halloween movies and watch them in order. I still can't believe you haven't watched them. Mm-mm. You, a slasher fanatic, hasn't yet again, yet again. This is my prime example. I said why slasher is a subgenre of horror. These, in your mind, were horror movies, yeah. but they're actually slasher films, which is a subgenre of horror. These were the godfathers of the slasher genre. To me, they're just scary as fuck. They're supposed to be, sweetie. They're, they're, they're part of the horror franchise, i.e. slasher. <laughs> and yet again, for someone who loves slasher movies, I just find it ironic you didn't watch the founding movies. But these came out when I was a kid. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, slasher fan. Doesn't matter. You can't call yourself a slasher fan if you don't know your history. I do know my history. Uh-huh. My brother used to watch them when we were little. That's not history. And, and couldn't do it. You're going to sit down and watch the founders, the founding movies. Yeah, but you're going to watch them with me. Yeah, you also said the same thing about the fucking Shining. I wasn't hearing you so loud. Yeah, know. I was watching. Just sit down and watch fucking. Just sit down and watch. Just sit down and watch Jamie Lee Curtis in her reprising role in her role where she only got paid four hundred dollars for four hundred dollars for, and literally the budget was like literally under ten grand. Really? Yeah, Halloween. Yeah, yeah, and that face mask, a William Shatner mask, they spray painted. Hmm. Same, same, similar situation with Friday the Thirteenth. Incredibly fucking low budget. 
until they sent him to space. Now it just became like, you know, it just became such a phenomenon that it eventually became stupid. Just like the Halloween series. Yeah. Which, by the way, don't try to follow that fucking thing in order and everything, because it branches, because it gets like Marvel Universe weird. Uh. Just watch the original Halloween. Just watch the original, just watch, the, if you want to watch them or anything, I just suggest watching just one, two, and three. That's it. Okay. That's it. Anything else is up to you. Um, Friday the 13th, all the way up until Jason Goes to New York, basically, which is Jason, which is Jason Goes to Hell. That's the title of it. So, <laughs> that's where it should end. That's where it needs to end. Everything else is just fucking stupid. And I'm surprised she didn't see Freddy vs. Jason, because then you might be able to sit down and watch Freddy vs. Jason, because you get to see Freddy get his ass kicked. <laughs> in a hilarious way. <laughs> there. <laughs> we got a game plan. <laughs> I so want to see you watch Smile. I think I'll be here for when you watch that. <laughs> it looks funny. I will, I want to be, and I'm not going to say anything about the ending. I already know how it ends. I didn't watch it yet. I already know how it ends. Did they frown? Sure, they frown. Whatever. That was a joke. Good God. Yeah, sure, they frown, but you really suck at delivering jokes. I know. By the way, did you find the key? (laughs) I got two of them. <laughs> okay, but enough about your talented swallowed vagina. <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> Okay, now I'm about to pee. Okay. <laughs> All right. <sighs> But we are in this agreement we both have to put up with. But we are in agreement we both need to watch Cocaine Bear. Yes. Okay. Mostly because it's Ray Liotta's last movie. God, was it Ray Liotta? No, it was it Ray? I don't think so. Who was it? There was an actor in there. He died. Can you pull up the cast list on it, dear sweetie? No. Stop. Why do I keep thinking Ray Liotta? I don't. Let's see, Ray Liotta, Carrie Russell, Jesse Tyler first. It is Ray Liotta. That's his last film before he died. Oh, yeah, he died May 26th. Yeah, that's his last film. That was his In last Santo film. Santo Domingo. Yeah, that was, that was his last film. Like, they finished filming all his parts, and then he died. God rest in peace, Ray Liotta, you bastard. <sighs> Okay, that I secretly had a crush on. All right. Because he died in his sleep on May 26, 2022, at age 67 in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, during the filming of Dangerous Waters. At the time of his death, he was engaged to J.C. Nitolo. In May 2023, the cause of death was attributed to respiratory insufficiency, pulmonary edema, and heart disease, with arteriosclerosis cited as an underlying issue. So he basically drowned in his sleep. Pretty much. Okay. Anyways. And you know what? I still think you still need to watch. It's on Netflix. What? Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. 
Each episode is its own contained story. And they're all wonderful. So there. <laughs> oh. Oh, also, I wanted to just mention this too. Um, okay, so, you know, earlier I was telling you about, like, you know, okay, so at my job and everything, like, for Mother's Day, like, they put a board up, like a chalkboard where people can write messages, you know, to mom. Yeah. And stuff like that. And there was enough space on there, and I restrained myself from being a smart ass because I, I knew how some, because some people I know just probably wouldn't think anything I said was funny about it. But anyway, so, <laughs> oh, um, you want me to tell you some of the things I put on there? Sure. Okay, so, remember, these are in the context of Dear Mom. Okay, so, Dear Mom, my therapist says they would like you to attend my next appointment with me. <laughs> uh, to the woman who... To the woman who, to the woman who remembers every embarrassing moment of my life in extreme detail, and yet it takes her two to forty-seven times to get my name right. <laughs> <laughs> my mom would start at the oldest and work her way down to the dog, I'm so and sure. then come back to me. Yeah, my mom actually, my mom literally did this one time, and yet again, I keep going to that Melissa McCarthy SNL thing. Uh, mostly because, um, you know, there's like one where like Melissa's, where like, you know, Sean Spicer was like, sit down, Glenn, you know, Glenn. And my mom was like, my mom went through all the names. She's like, she's like, oh, just go sit down, Glenn. I'm like, who's Glenn? I'm not talking about you specifically as Glenn. I'm saying Glenn as in a general Glenn. I swear to fucking God that woman did that once. <laughs> swear to fucking God. Oh, and this one was actually true. This one was actually happened too. To mom, to mom. The woman who is making me call her, making me call her cats and dogs, my first siblings, and then simultaneously guilt me, and they'll simultaneously guilt me to giving her grandchildren. <laughs> or two mom, the only person that I know that can be where that can have that can have ten sets of reading glasses on her person and still ask you, where the fuck are my reading glasses? Hey, I do that. Down your head, dear. <laughs> Bite me. To mom, who the woman who I will be talking on her, I'll be talking to her on her, I'll be talking to her on her phone, and then I hear a bunch of noise in the background. And I'll be like, "Mom, what are you doing?" She's like, "I'm looking for my phone." Mom, look in your hand. <laughs> Did you try looking in your hand? <laughs> For those people who have children, um, to mom, to mom, thanks for not telling me how horrible it was to raise me, to raise me. Now that I have children, how horrible and hard it was to raise me. Now that I have children who are, my, now that I have children of my own, well, now that I have children of my own, I finally know what you went through. I guess this is finally your revenge. <laughs> okay, that was a stretch. <laughs> Almost like my mom, every time she bends over to pick something up, she dropped it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. All right, what was another one? What was another one? 
Two mom, the only person that I know, the only person that I know who pees when she's scared, when she laughs, when she's happy, when she giggles a little too hard, when she blinks, when she sneezes, coughs, burps, gets up too fast, gets up too slowly. You're mean. <laughs> and always reminds me and always reminds me don't forget to do your kegels because they never told us about that when i was when i was your age <laughs> <laughs> what the hell <sighs> well i think that's all the time we have dear do you have anything else to add real quick nope nope you're all good yeah you're all good in the neighborhood yeah you found the key fuck you there's a key but there definitely is a key. But it's a fashion. <laughs> She's giving me a dirty look right now. Okay, so bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was the show. We did that. <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning into the podcast, my lovely. Uh, we will catch you next time. Uh, um, so, I. Uh, yeah, just, you know, like and comment review on your favorite app streaming. It's podcast streaming app. App, app, app. But do we have an app? <laughs>